This is Evermore Poe, the turbulent youth of Edgar Allan Poe. Chapter 17 The road meandered up and over several small hills for a few miles more. A ribbon of evening umber marked the pastoral landscape of varying crops. Cotton, wheat, and tobacco rolled over the Piedmont and into infinity. The scent of tobacco was fresh and aromatic, not pungent as it was after being cut, hung, and dried. Evening turned into twilight, and all was peaceful, a lone wagon far ahead into the distance until it crested the hill. Surveying the vast tapestry of the countryside, Eddie could still see a few people working in the fields, deworming the tobacco, a painful task of hand-picking the green larva off of each and every stalk by hand. It was undoubtedly the worst job on any tobacco field, and always relegated to the youngest slaves. As the gentle rocking of the horse lulled him, Eddie began to daydream once more, this time focusing on more pleasant memories in the countryside, playing, swimming, and hearing those amazing stories. Those were the days when Eddie and Pa were inseparable. Pa would visit the plantation during the harvest and to check his investments in the field, and little Eddie would come along. It was dark by the time Eddie finally reached the plantation. He remembered Juliet's instructions. Go past the slave quarters and down the dirt road till it becomes narrow and rough. Tis the last cabin near the pond. A flicker of firelight emanated from a little cabin. A man came outside as he approached. Evening. You Mr. Allen? Yes, sir. I'm Edgar Allan Poe. Well, all right then. She's waiting on you. The man knocked twice on the side of the cabin as though it were a message. Then he stepped off the porch to walk away. I'll be just over yonder. Thank you. Mm-hmm. The knocks had indeed been a message, Eddie knew. Here on the plantation, everyone looked out for one another. Eddie took Juliet's gift from the saddle horn and approached the cabin. There was no front door, only a blanket over the entrance, and so he too knocked on the siding. Come on in. He pulled the heavy blanket aside and ducked below the low entry. The cabin was far smaller than he had remembered. A thick, smoky odor filled the room, the only source of light springing from the fireplace. Yudoja sat in a rocking chair, ebbing and flowing, a cat curled up on her lap. Yudoja? The elderly woman leaned forward in the dark to focus. Her face lit up. Well, I'll be little Eddie Allen. Except you ain't so little anymore. Let's see you now. She strained to see in the dark. Well, look at you, all grown up. A warm smile crossed her face. Eddie beamed with pride. She really did remember him. A flood of emotion crashed over him. He felt safe and at home. Thank you, Yodoja. I'm so pleased to see you again, too. And I go by Alan Poe now. Hmm. Yodoja. That sounds strange coming from y'all. You call me Auntie You if you like. Auntie You it is, he smiled. Well, now, where are my manners at? Won't you kindly have a seat? We got some catching up to do, you and me. I suspect we do. Eddie realized he was still holding the pail Juliet had given him. Oh, he said, this is for you. What's this now? Some gifts from Juliet. She sends her best. I'm afraid I'm just the messenger. Well, a fine young messenger at that. For a moment, they shared an awkward silence. Then Eddie spotted what appeared to be a tattered old Bible, whose pages looked like they had fallen out. 
A string bound them together like a present. He motioned to the tattered book. You read the Bible, I see. The words didn't sound ignorant until he heard them aloud. Stupid, stupid, stupid idiot. Ain't exactly say I can read it, but it's important to me, yes. Sorry to say, that good book has seen better days, though. I'm sure Mrs. Ellis would give you a new Bible if only you were to ask. She's very religious, you know. Indeed. I get by just fine. Anyhow, you ain't come all this way out yonder to talk to me about my Bible now, did you? Uh, no, ma'am, said Eddie. I do have some questions if you'd be so kind, though. Eddie took out his notebook. The old woman motioned for him to sit near the fire. She began with a story about Juliet's grandmother, Letty, who was brought to America on a slave ship through the Caribbean. Letty was already practicing root work when she arrived, Eudosia said, and we needed her. There were babies about to be born, and folks round here needed some doctoring, too. Letty could ward off all manner of ailments. She was so good at what she did, people come from miles around seeking her help, Eudosia explained. By that time, she started dabbling in things of a darker nature. I remember one night, there was a knock upon the door. Strange man come from somewhere else. Don't know how he got there. Don't know where he left to. But I swear, there was something wicked in that man. That is, twere he still a man at all. Evermore Poe is the historical account of a teenaged Edgar Allan Poe. If you'd like to learn more about Eddie's devolution to become the master of the macabre, please don't forget to follow and share this podcast. Evermore Poe was researched, written, produced, and edited by yours truly, journalist Chris Kosach. I began my research more than a decade ago using vetted journalistic methods with corroborated fact-checking from respected sources including the Library of Congress, periodicals obtained from multiple Poe museums, notable scholars and the National Archives, among other collections, strung together in a narrative style. In other words, my story is mostly true. Our music today is from Esther Abrami. It should be noted that some of the characters in Evermore Poe are composites of real people, including servants and slaves who lived in the Allen home at the time of our story. Please note, while Evermore Poe is based on fact, it should not be confused with the historic record. For that, I hope you will go down your own rabbit hole to research one of the most thrilling American authors of all time. Our story continues again next time on Evermore Poe. Until then, I'm Chris Kosach. Thank you for listening.